Danny Flexen here for Seconds Out. Delighted to be joined by Anthony Fowler ahead of his uh, highly anticipated return to action. How you doing? I'm good, thanks mate. How are you? All good? Yeah, yeah, all good, thank you. Um, it got announced on Friday night, five shows in total, but obviously that we're here to talk about your next fight against Jorge Fortea of Spain. IBF number 15, and I guess the first thing to ask, was that the main attraction in him as an opponent, that it's the governing body you're not yet in the top 15 for? You are for two others. Yeah, I think, I think for Shane it was, yeah, I, I just... Shane said before saying you might be fighting this kid, so I had a, I had a little watch him and then looks at he lad, he went 12 rounds at a Russian youth in number one with the IBF knows way around the ring, it should be a good fight. Yeah, yeah, styles would seem to mesh by the look of it. You were out in action last, obviously, at fight camp, good stoppage win there over Adam Harper. What, what, when you look back at that. How happy were you with the performance? Because I know a lot of the stuff you were working on with Shane seemed to come out in that fight. Yeah, I was happy, mate. I think I showed a little bit more variety in my game. Showed a little bit more variety in my shots and my, my style, a bit more looser and relaxed. But um, Adam Harper's a good, soft light lad. But he, like I said before, the fight, he, he's not making me look good because he just comes forward to fight and his hands there. So <laughs> I knew I'd look good in that fight, but... This next kid is a bit more of a challenge because he's going to be moving a bit more unorthodox. So in this fight, I'm going to really test myself and see how I can adapt my new style with Shane against this against a, bit, a lot more of a elusive, sticky opponent. So it should be good to see where, where I'm at. It's one of the most important things in this fight, given his style, is that you remain patient and disciplined regardless of how difficult he is to pin down. That, that, that's exactly right, mate. I've got a, um, got a step up now. I've been through a few years now. I've had, I've had over 14 fights, so it's about time that I stepped up the levels. And the lad is ranked in the top 15 in the world. He, he's no mug, you know, he's way around the ring, like I said. So I've got to be in there calm and I've got to be ready for a, a long fight because he's not going to go down easy and he's going to be hard as a pin down and catch. So I've got to, to keep my um, composure and do me. I'm told in my corner and follow the game plan. And as you alluded to, you've been pro for a while now, former Olympian, of course. You'll be 30 um, later this year, well, not to, in a few months, actually. And you probably won't thank me for reminding you of that. Um, but you're banging your physical peak now and under a trainer who seems to really understand you. You've gelled really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Shane, you seem to have gelled really well. Is 2021 a year where you really want to push on towards yeah. the fringes of a world title shot? Yeah, I do, but I do feel I have problems with my own. I do this year. But there's no good mention around now about me, me time to find all my fights. I've got no fight comfortable all my fights. So it's time to like push on now and see what level I'm at. There's no point fighting like the likes of Adam Harper at English title level. I want to be a contender. I want to be. British European world champion, but I'll be fighting these kids and beating them well. So it's about time that I, I tested myself and the likes of this 48 40, top 50 in the world. I beat him, a boxer had said Jeezman, and then um, Sergio Garcia, that, that type of style that I want this year. I don't want to be fighting like random messes anymore. I want to be pushing on now and trying to test myself. You mentioned um, Cheeseman there. Is that likely? Because obviously that's on a matchroom show, Cheeseman against Metcalf for the vacant British. Is that a likely fight, the two winners of your fights facing each other? 
Yeah, I think obviously everyone, everyone did the fight for Cheryl still and I'd be myself, but I'm not sure what he's doing. I thought he would have got announced on that, that lineup in heaven. So if he, if he doesn't fight in February, March, I'm not waiting around for him. You know what I mean? I've been, I've been trying to wait around for over a year now and he's obviously got his own personal problems, which, which I wish him well, but it's about my career. I need to keep moving forward. I can't just be, this is the last three months being what, 18 months and I've been chasing that rematch all the time, asking for it every fight, it hasn't come off, so the likes of um, Cheeseman, Sergio Garcia, James Metcalf, these types of big names to go fighters and they're hungry and they're in the gym and they're active, so I'm happy to fight all these and then um, see where I'm at, but I still want to rematch and so does Eddie and I think the Cheryl probably does, but unless it happens in this next few months, I'm, 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 just, I'm just gonna move past it. And you, uh, Lawrence O'Coley, Chris Billum-Smith, you're all uh, training for big fights at the moment around the same times. How much of a boost is that to the gym overall that you're all going for big fights at in the same period? Yeah, it's great. It, it, it makes it a little bit less lonely. Don't get me wrong, I'd, I'd be the same on my own. I'd still be, I'd still be working just as hard, but Chris is a lovely lad. Lawrence is, Lawrence is funny. Lawrence makes you laugh on them days where you're aching. He's just a funny guy, mate. He's in his own world. He's hilarious. And he trains really hard as well, giving his tube. So it's good to have them, have them around. Like, for London's last fight, for example, he was sparring 12 rounds most weeks, 12 rounds on Monday, 12 rounds Wednesday. So over Christmas, I copied him. I, I got a few sparring partners and I was doing. I done 12 rounds for Christmas Eve. <laughs> so like, I, I thought, you know what? London's doing it. Work for him. I'm going to do it myself. So I've been pushing myself and... Watching people at that level, I'll be saying, I watched as well. So it's cool to be surrounded by world class boxers as well as a world class trainer. And we talked about Shane McGuigan. Obviously, he certainly is a proven world-class trainer. But what we've seen with him, he's had Chris Billum-Smith for longer than he's had yourself and Lawrence. But the improvements in you and Lawrence are very clear yeah, to see. Mate. Yeah, very clear to see the improvements in the two of you and, and former GB Olympians as well. So maybe there was more to change in a way, although a strong basis to build on. What is Shane's secret, if you like? How is he able to yeah. get these improvements out of already high-quality boxers? Just, he just, he's very, very knowledgeable, mate. Like, I, I, on last, I even said to him, I, I don't know so much about boxing, mate. I don't think I don't know so much, but he just said like, he, he's picked it up over the years, and obviously his dad's being the highest level, his dad's being on the block, so obviously he's picked his dad's brain, and he's learned his knowledge, and, He's really passionate, Shane, about his, about his job. Like he, if he represents his gym, he's like going to put everything in want you to look good and win for yourself and his gym. So he's just a really good coach, mate. And um, I really enjoy working on with him. And I feel as though this camp, especially, I'm starting to adapt a lot more. Like I feel much better now than I did last camp. Like last camp was really, was really hard for me last camp because. With that lockdown, I was just eating all kinds of foods, and I never really have much time for the gym, because the gyms are all closed. I was still training, but I was eating all the food, and I put, I put on like, like two stone or something. And when, when Shane found me for the fight, I had to lose a lot of weight, and I had like eight weeks, and so I was literally training every single day. I wasn't having no rest days, and I was doing like 13 days on, one day off, and it was really hard for me to get the weight down, and 
to maintain my technique and my stand up. So the last camp was really hard, but this camp, I mean, well, I'm eating four, four or five times a day and I feel great. So I'm hoping in my next fight that that, that shows again. What will we be expecting from you in the next fight? Obviously a win, but how important is it how you look and how you get the win alongside just getting the result? Yeah, it's always good. But I'm trying to build a brand as well as get the results. But I don't really care much anymore about looking good and pleasing the crowd. I want to just win the fight. Like the one I learned the most in that defeat against Fitzgerald was I was fighting for the crowd. I was standing up a motor went and I went on points. And I put a lot into the early rounds and then in the middle rounds, my stamina died a little bit because I was so intense on the knockouts and I was so pumped up. Where now, if you rematch again, if you complete the story, I'll be really calm. I'll be relaxed. I'll be thinking. I'll have a game plan in my head. I won't be going out there to, to knock them out. I don't really care about knocking them out. I care about beating them and getting revenge. And moving forward on my fights now, I'm taking emotion out of it and trying to use my brains and be smart. So I've got, I've got a, lot, a lot of natural power and a lot of natural aggression. So I don't really need to look for it. It just comes natural to me. And that's how I got so far in my career. Just being relaxed and not looking for it. Whereas in that fight, I let it get personal and trying to stand ahead. And that's where, that's where I went wrong. So. I learned my mistakes in life and that's, that's no difference. And do you ever have a look at who's there and thereabouts at world level at 154 at the moment and, and think about fights you need to get there? Are you someone who looks on box rec and kind of picks people out? I'm not, you know, I, I, I probably was a while ago, but when I, when I lost that fight, I thought, you know what, let's just take one step at, at a time. I, I haven't even proven the best in Britain yet. Unless I beat Fitzgerald and Cheeseman, I can't say I'm the, I'm the best in England, I can't. So, I need to be beating them sides and then move on to the European. Beat like to say Joe Garcia, which would be a great fight. I could potentially box him next after this fourth tire. That'd be a, that'd be a great fight for me. And um, then beat the likes of them, but I can say, you know what, lots of happy with the big boys. But until then, until I prove myself at this level, I can't start calling out the big names or, or even looking because it's it's pointless. Yeah, it's a fair point. Well, Really appreciate your time, as always, especially after a hard day's training. You, not me. Um, and hopefully <laughs> get to see you in person sometime soon, obviously. Get to see anyone in person sometime soon. Would be nice. uh, I hope so. I hope so, mate. It'll be a nice one, then. <laughs> but a nice one, Danny, mate. Cheers, mate. Take care, and I'll see you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.